What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to our Shut Up and Listen podcast. No, shut up and listen. Damn. There we go. Today, we have a very, very special, special guest. We're going to introduce him later on when we do our NFL draft special. But first, me and Johnny Boy, we're going to jump straight into our weekly review. NBA playoffs hot right now. Red hot right now. Loving it. How, how the series looking out for you right Bro, now? Okay, how you see, feeling right when now? I tell you. How you feeling when right I now? I tell you, Russell Westbrook wasn't gonna let it happen again. <laughs> it's not gonna go down that way. Charles Barkley, stop! Not, <laughs> Portland's not going to the finals. What is this? What are you talking about? Like you're that crazy. was my that was my uh, make believe finals. Make believe finals. Portland. Can we can we just say this again? Portland. To the finals. Yeah, it doesn't, even, it doesn't even sound right, so we're going to move past right. that. Um, the one series won't give a shit about the Bucks destroy the Pistons, even though Blake Griffin forced himself to return. Oh, my gosh. No, Blake that Griffin. made no made no difference in the end. They still lost, like, 30. Blake Griffin had a cast on his leg. Yeah, hey, really. Good, good dedication. Uh, At least what you said about him not playing isn't going to count anymore. Honestly. Uh, Denver Nuggets, 2-2 two and two right now. Jamal Murray, way to shut me down. I didn't really talk about you, but I was thinking it. 2-2 two and two right now. They're doing their thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing their right now. Um... Clippers, they keep fighting, but obviously it's the Warriors. Nah, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. They yeah. keep fighting it. I love it. They're not getting too blown. Patrick out. Beverly, you can be a Nick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Come on over, brother. We love you. <laughs> uh, Sixers are starting to manhandle the Nets. Uh, yesterday, Jared Dudley decided to fight Jimmy Butler, and then Simmons basically threw into the first round of the first row of the crowd. Butler, like, I'm so confused. First, why why is Jared Dudley trying to become relevant? Because he's about to retire. But still, it's like, <laughs> why, you, why you have to pick? Don't, don't start shit with Butler. Butler's, Butler's going to hurt you. I don't know. He set off Ben Simmons. Shout out to Ben Simmons finally taking over a game once in his career. Honestly. I mean, he's still overrated in my that opinion. That last game was, was Joel Embiid proving why he needs to play in the post, though. We'll say that. So, good for him. Did we talk about the Raptors yet? Uh, I mean, they're starting, to, they're starting to get control of the Magic. They're about to go up 3-1. Yeah. That's not really. That's like the East is starting. The East are in a format. The Celtics just clinched a spot in the semifinals in the East today, sweeping the Pacers. So they're gonna wait the winner of the oh, Bucks. Yeah. Well, they're gonna they're gonna get the Bucks. They're not. We're gonna get. It's gonna be a Bucks Celtics series, which is I think is be phenomenal. Uh, I think it comes down to Game Seven. Uh, play uh, Kyrie one on one against Giannis. Book it. That'd be fun. That would be crazy. We won't even need any more basketball after that. But luckily, we get some. Yeah. Um. So. We're going to jump straight into this because this is going to be a pretty uh, lengthy podcast. Not really lengthy podcast, but we're going to try and dive really deep into something I really enjoy watching, and that's the NFL draft. Um, I'm a huge NFL draft guy from the minute February hits for the NFL draft combine. I am sold on everything. I love college football. Yep. Um, I know you're not really Danny a football guy. Danny loves football. You're not really a college football guy, are you? Danny loves football. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're going to introduce a very good friend of mine. He's also a fantastic draft expert like myself, I like to say. Good old friend, Corey Buck. Corey, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? Tighten up, baby. Tighten up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, guys, Corey's a Tennessee Titans fan. We don't really – we don't actually we don't see any of them in this area. Uh, Producer Vinny, Houston Texans fan, division rival. I'm uh, looking at a sign right now that says, Danger Ahead, Stop, Texan Country. I think, Corey, you need to watch out. <laughs> Look, man, that's why he's on FaceTime and not in the actual studio. <laughs> go to my, can you go to my mock draft? Oh, yep, he's showing some Titans love what right there. He's just showing, he's just showing some Titans love right now. Why are we, why are we saying the word Titans over and over again in this? I don't think they're relevant anymore. Ooh. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. You're not. Hey, yo, shout out my Giants. We're just gonna say our teams over and over. Giant Nation. <laughs> <laughs> the Baby Blues. 
Oh wow. The, hey, listen. At least we got the baby bombers in um, New York killing yeah, it. Shout out the Yankees. Man. Um, Aaron Judge. Hope you get better soon too, buddy. Yeah. Shout out to Austin Romine with the game winning game winning double. Actually, you do what you have to do. Also, Donovan Mitchell. I'm glad that you lost that shot that you missed. I hope you don't let it bug you too much, buddy. All right. Well, we're not gonna get off track anymore. I mean, <laughs> we're going straight to the mock draft. Arizona Cardinals, they're going to be the first team on the board. Uh, We're all doing it. I mean, if you want to partake, if you're going to copy my, you're going to copy my mock draft. You're more than welcome. Can... <laughs> uh, they don't know that. We're only, gonna, we're only going to cover a handful of players that I've circled that I think are going to be either impactful players or guys that you have to be kind of afraid to draft. Like they have that that high bust potential, but. Mock draft, I, th I think we're all in agreement that Kyler Murray's the number one overall pick, Corey. Yeah, I mean, until you really hear anything else to say no, right? I mean, if you can upgrade over Rose, I mean, you have the capability to do it, and they do, you got to go for it with the new kid. Cliff Kingsbury and that air raid offense, I mean, it matches pretty well. Rosen isn't an exact fit, but Rosen, I think, is less credit than he's due for actually showing up and being a good guy for right there right now. But I still think it's going to be Murray. And what do you think hap What do you think happens to Josh Rosen? Do you think he's getting dealt, or we're just gonna have to wait and see? I mean, I don't see a situation where both of them and stay on the same team. If Murray's the pick, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a draft day trade that you know during the draft day with Rosen heading somewhere else. That is really interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, thing about Kyler Murray, I always, I always thought of him as a right-handed Michael Vick. Whew. Um, kid, kid's gonna be special. I, people knock him for his height. He's only five foot nine. Uh, I I really do think he's going to be a very special player in the league. He is going to be special. He's already making noise, as you can hear. Um, <laughs> he's just uh, booming with confidence. Nardog always has to make an appearance. Yeah, honestly, some way, some way, shape, or form, Nardog. Nardog against Kyler Murray. We're picking Nardog. I mean, <laughs> I mean right. Kyler Murray. All right, so let's jump to uh, number two. San Francisco 49ers, I have Quinn and Williams. All right. The same with Quinn and Williams real quick. I just want to state some things. He is our number two prospect. He is faster than a couple of those quarterbacks out there running. I mean, you compare him to Jimmy Garoppolo and Rosen, he already beat them in the 40-yard dash. Um, he just has superior He's speed in his position. Shit, what do you have to say about him, Corey? Who, Quinn and Williams? Yeah, yes. well, who do you have going to number two to San Fran? I have them taking Nick Bosa. Ooh. But I also Ooh. <laughs> Williams, who a lot of people, I'm sure you guys believe, might be the best player in the draft in total. He's a complete package. He's dominant. He's got seat. He's got hands. It's ridiculous. You can't. I don't think you can go wrong at two. But I mean, with Quinton Williams, I think down the road he's the safer guy. He's going to give you a high ceiling throughout his years. There we go. Um, I think. I guess I agree. Uh, Quinton Williams. I have him going number two to San Fran. Uh, great interior pass rusher. Uh, if you see his tape, he just blows through the center. Even the Excuse me, the guard positions. He's he's the real deal. Uh, we're gonna go number three. My New York Jets. We have the third overall pick. There's a lot of talk about us trading down, but um, I part of me wants to trade down, but like it's a win-win for the Jets. Uh, we either draft someone really good at three, or we draft down and we can get someone that's gonna help us uh, in the secondary. Um, I have us staying at three, uh, and I have us taking uh, good old Josh Allen, edge rusher, Kentucky. Corey, number three. I don't want Ed Oliver, and I have a feeling you're going to say Ed Oliver. Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, I, 
the vet speculation of I, he has the potential to be that top really high end pick, but I mean, you got some questions to answer with him as well. That's going to just knock him down a little bit. I mean, if you're at three, you're going to take Josh Allen, someone you know that's going to perform for you. Yeah, Josh Allen is a little bit unrefined. I agree. Uh, he does have a tendency to get stuck to blockers um, sometimes, but um, he's good at playing coverage. So I believe he was first in edge pass rush. So that's good for him. Definitely. All right. So um, our next guy, um, we're gonna talk about Nick Bosa. Uh, I have Nick Bosa going forward to good old John Gruden's Raiders get a new pass rusher. What do we got, Corey? I actually had Quinn Williams falling before, which seems a little thing, but I mean, it all depends on who's taken in front of them. But if they can land him there. <laughs> you can only get laugh at him for getting rid of Mac for so long if Bosa steps in day one and performs. That is true. That is, I, I, I think Bosa is better than his brother Joey. I, I think Bosa, Bosa is faster, uh, faster off the line after snap. He might be. He might be faster. He is. Oh, okay. He's faster than Joey. Slightly, slightly, slightly. Joey, yo, Joey. Joey's also injured a lot, so that kind of like. Joey, don't let him play you, bro. You the older brother. We got to do better. All right, and Johnny, what's the next player we highlighted right after? Right after him, we're actually talking about DK. Let's talk about DK DK Metcalf. I have DK. Let me just go through my mock draft really quick. He's a he's a specimen. That DK guy's... Metcalf. I've got. Let me deal with. I have number nine to Buffalo. What do you got, Corey? DK Metcalf. I got him fifteen to Washington. Ooh, I like six that. ahead. Who do you have going um at this pick? Who do you got going to Buffalo? That nine. Uh, nine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. Oh. See, everyone's got that tight end going Ooh, top 10. Daddy I don't, I don't see like that. that. I, I think, first of all, I think Noah Font's better at tight end. I think Hawkinson has more value because he's a more all around complete tight end that will offer you a lot in the mm. run game. Pass catcher. I think Font's is one of those explosive weapons you can throw out there. That's not discrediting him. But if you can get the all-around game as well as being a good route runner and pass catcher, I think he has more value. So you think they need a tight end more? I think with Josh Allen, it would be extremely helpful for his development to give you a safer guy there. Mm -hmm. I don't think. I mean, I don't think that they could go wrong going defense because there's still in my board any great players available right then and there too. But exactly. I think yeah. defense for me. All right, so Johnny, what's our next player that I mean, we're highlighting? Moving on, we're looking at Devin White. I got Devin White. He's going ten to the Denver Broncos. Uh, I think they need another linebacker in there. Haven't really gotten a replacement for uh, Brand. Uh, what's his face? Uh, like Trevathan left a while ago. Uh, uh, Shane Ray's out of there. I think someone like Devin White, four two speed at linebacker, is definitely someone they need. Four two speed at forty yard dash. He's so impressive. I think that was the third fastest since two thousand six by any linebacker. Um, his stats were just impressive. He had 123 tackles, three sacks. He's looking real good as a prospect. All right, uh, Corey, what do you got, Devin White? That's actually interesting. He was even a little bit, in my opinion, a little better the year before, too. So you're going to get somebody who's solidly productive throughout each year. But I had him going five to the box. Ooh, high. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty high. You can't there, disagree. Yeah. No, I mean, he's Devin White. Um, I think he's the one that has, like, the high play potential. I didn't really get to say about DK Metcalf. I think DK Metcalf has high bust potential. You did say that earlier. He has yeah. very he is not laterally quick at all. Bricks for hands. Reminds me of a smaller Brashard Perryman from back in the day. Ooh. He That's, got so much combine and everything hype based off that picture alone. I right. think he's a productive guy when fit into the right place, but I don't think he's set somebody that they should be like, oh pick like, you know, ten around or so is here. Let's rush to the board to get him. 
I think he could have better but he might have that little bit of feeling break where it's like, okay, I can take that risk because his score, I think, is a little lower than more. That's just that's more uncertainty. Right. Um, so my next player we're highlighting, I got Drew Locke, quarterback, Missouri. Number 11, the Cincinnati. I think it's time for Andy Dalton to get out of there. Uh, they're going to have a new system very soon. Uh, Marvin Lewis finally out of there. Um, and I really want to see what the I, – I forget the guy's name, but he was the Rams quarterback coach. I want to see what he can do with a new guy. So I took Drew Locke, pretty, pretty you know, tall dude. Great intangibles, uh, probably like a Jay Cutler. Where do you got Drew Locke going? I actually have him going right before 11 10 to the Broncos. Even with uh, Flacco there? Even with Flacco there, because I think Drew Locke's got a little bit of a. I think he'd be one of the quarterbacks out of this draft that's going to benefit rather than starting day one. Mm -hmm. I can go behind a veteran who can show him a few things. And if it's like he's got to take over halfway through the season, no harm, no foul. I just don't think he's going to be – like Haskins, I think you could. Murray, I think you could. I just don't know about throwing Jones in day one. You know what I mean? That's how it should be, though. Well, it's funny you said Haskins because we actually um, – We're not saying anything about Haskins. Well, I thought he just said Haskins. You just Haskins. Talking about, well, I mean, Haskins is our next guy highlighted. That's what I was going to say. We so gonna... I got Dwayne – I got Dwayne falling to the Giants' second first-round pick. My actually, Giants. no, I lied. I lied. I lied. I have him going 15 to Washington after the Alex Smith injury. Yeah. I think. Where do you got Where do you got uh, Haskins going? I actually had him 13 to go into Miami. So do you think they're gonna they're not gonna get Tua next year as they're doing the tank for Tua type thing? I think if any team has the potential to get that done, it's going to be Miami because you do not know what you're gonna get in Fitzpatrick. You could start 0-4 and 0 or start 0 and 4. Very um, true. I mean, it puts himself in a position where they might be with Fitzpatrick just for say, let's say they go seven and nine, eight and eight, surprise everybody. You're taking yourself out of contention there. I think it's risky to play, wait a year and see what happens when you got a bridge guy who can win games. Very true. Um, I think Haskins has uh, that high bust potential. Uh, he's 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 he can't make that extra play. He can't run out of the pocket. We saw that a few times at Ohio State, especially the game against Penn State, where he really needed to start taking the ball and running himself, and Penn State was just locking him down. Same thing when they got destroyed by Purdue. I think they kind of, like, you know, they wanted Haskins to run the ball, but he couldn't run the ball. I think that's his one knock. Uh, next quarterback we're going to talk about, Daniel Jones, quarterback from Duke. This is I have him going to the Giants at 17. Where do you got Daniel Jones? <laughs> I have him going six, only for the reason Giants, if the rumors out are true that one team has Daniel Jones as their number one quarterback, and that's the Giants, you're going to take him no matter what. You're not going to risk your number one quarterback getting away. Is that a ballsy that play, in your opinion? What? Is that a ballsy play, in your opinion? Like, do you think that's like really that's like high risk, high reward type for Daniel Jones? For someone who has a great physical tools like Daniel Jones? Yeah, because he like he won't have the necessarily like elite arm strength. This, that about them that you pick apart with other higher end classics, but he's got good mechanics. He's got solid vision. He's got he can push the ball downfield and not sacrifice accuracy. So he can really do what you're asking him to do. And with an offense with Saquon, Sterling, Evan Ingram, your offensive lines picking up. I mean, I think honestly, it sucks. In my opinion, you have to use six on him. But if that's what you want to get and he works out, who's going to say anything? Very true. Very true. I I mean, yeah, I think he's like the last quarterback in the first round. I don't have Will Greer at all in my first round. I, yeah, I think I think he falls out, and I think he's going to be somewhere in the second round. 
Um, now we're gonna kind of switch to the other side of the ball. I got, we got two more guys I really want to highlight. Um, I have Greedy Williams, someone who I think that if the Jets do trade down, that's their guy. They need help in the corner. They didn't re-sign Mo Claiborne. Um, Derek Jones is a decent corner, and so is Jeremy Clark, but those guys are not, obviously not going to get the job done. I got Greedy Williams, who I think is going to be great. He's a great press corner, man coverage, which I think uh, def new defensive coordinator uh, Greg he Williams is, wants. He is lacking in zone coverage, though. Very sure. He is lacking but... in zone coverage. <clears throat> Some he can work on, obviously. He is a rookie. He's going to be a rookie. So, so what do you got, Corey? Greedy Williams, where are you going? I think Greedy Williams very much has the potential to go higher than this, but I had him at 20 to Pittsburgh. That's exactly where I have him. I, I mean, he's a 6'3 guy. He's only, his inter, interception production was down from a year ago from 6 to 2, but 9 pass defense. He plays ball. Ball hawk is a great. I think he has the highest ceiling of any of the cornerbacks in this group. Very sure. Um... Yeah. I think he has a little risk in him too. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Um, does it body? Does it bother you that Greedy's um production de productivity declined in his years? Yes, <clears throat> and you can make the argument that yes, because you look at it as the number thing. Like, yeah, of course, it dropped down. But if his ball, his his hands in my have been a little inconsistent. But as long as he's doing the pass deflections and interferes with those, and it might necessarily have to and result in the interception. Mm -hmm. But I think. He, Solid enough that that number going down doesn't reflect the play that he does in the field. All right, perfect. And uh, last guy who I think is probably the most interesting prospect, um, Montez Sweet, the outside rusher from old from uh, Mississippi State. Um, he has a heart condition that was very very. They dropped they dropped his draft stock all the way down. Some teams took him off the draft board completely. I have him falling. I believe I have him down to Philadelphia. Uh, you know what? I lied. Twenty-two to Baltimore. Twenty-two to Baltimore. Twenty-one to Seattle. Twenty-one to Seattle. Same range. Same range. But uh, does the heart condition scare you? Because remember last year we had Maurice Hurst, defensive tackle from Michigan. He went all. He was a first, second round talent. Went dropped to the fifth round to the Oakland Raiders. What do you think? Like, does it does it hurt you that the heart condition, or what does it make you like see? Okay, well he finished the combine. With yeah. no complications. I was going to say, they did allow him to go through the combine, so you wonder how serious it really is. And um, the talent is there. The yeah. talent's there, obviously. He was a top 10 originally, as he said, so you have to wonder. There's still a decent amount out there who do believe through the medical and everything, he will still be a top 10 talent. From what I understand, his condition's lesser than the fact of Hurst was, but you still put that medical flag on the board, it's still going to scare some teams away. Perfect. Um, for shits and giggles, who do you have the Houston Texans drafting? Excuse me. Who do you got? Trading their first round pick for nothing. Oh, you have them trading their first round pick? No. Yo, fuck you. Originally, I really wanted to give them a tackle, but the way the board dropped, I didn't want to reach it too much, so I have them taking Garrett Bradbury at 23. That's not bad at an, inside, an interior offensive lineman. That's not bad at all. I think he's a center, obviously a better center. He can play the interior positions, but let's say you're Houston and you can look at that versatility to put him left, right, center. It's just to help Deshaun Watson. I hit 62 times last year. Bradbury's a centerpiece that's going to be there for a long time. He's not going to have to worry about. Um, yeah, but they always go defense first round. And they lost half their fucking defense this offseason, so... Don't see the trend. Uh, I, did, I do have them drafting corner Byron Murphy only because I think they got rid of like two corners this offseason. Sadly, they did. 
was it to a one year true that and uh last before we let you go your tennessee titans who do you got <laughs> they're gonna trade him for nobody <laughs> um i had them taking christian wilkins at 19. All right, i got you guys getting marquise hollywood brown from oklahoma Oh, he's, he scares me, man. I always feel like he's one hit away from never playing again. Yeah, he's he's small, but he's like his he's. I mean, if he's like his, anything, his cousin Antonio Brown, he's gonna be special. If he's anything like him, just a little bit. I, but he's faster than Antonio Brown too. That's scary. I have um for my Giants the number six. I have um them drafting finally a quarterback to make up for their mistake lap. their mistake quote unquote. But <laughs> rookie of the year, that's such a bad um pickup. Anyway, I got to pick in a quarterback to please the fans with Dwayne, um, Dwayne Haskins. I think he might be a good pick. Yeah, my first, the first Giants pick, I gave them Rashawn Gary, the edge rusher from Michigan. If you look back to the old school Giants days, they won their 80 Super Bowls by defense, defense, defense. So I kind of just went with that. Yeah, well, and then you take the quarterback later on. Realize aging, aging, aging. So we just yeah, like, I'm back I, now, now, uh, now. I gave you, I gave you a quarterback at 17. True. Remember, you have two first round picks. Yeah. If he's there, you have two first round. You we'll have two see. first round picks. All right, Corey, I appreciate you coming on, bud. No problem. Uh, yeah, I guess I do too. And uh, we're gonna post. We're gonna post your mock draft. We're gonna post all of our mock drafts on the Shut Up and Listen Facebook page. So if you want to take a look, critique them, tell us what what your team, what you think your team should draft. Just let us know, Corey. We'll see you later on, bud. Thanks, Corey. All right, so guys, that's our NFL mock draft special. But now we're introducing a new segment to the show that we're going to end it with every single day. We have Johnny's bold prediction of the week. Johnny, take it away, all you. All right, guys. You got two minutes because Game of Thrones comes on in two minutes. So. Game of Thrones sucks. Break it down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like it. Bear with me right now. Toronto Raptors make it to the finals, defeat the Houston Rockets. Kawhi Leonard wins a championship with his second team. Does not stay with the Raptors. Kawhi now becomes the fastest player to get three championship rings on three different teams before LeBron. All right. And that's our show, guys. Thank you for listening. Shut up! And listen.